took a couple weeks off. Can I still do it? Do I still got it? That implies I had it in the first place. Not so much. It's going to be a weird episode because, uh, yeah, I'm jet lagged. Pretty pumped about the week long fun that will be me waking up at 3 30 in the morning every single night. I got that going for me. Let's call the brand. Ping pong ping. Ding dong doom. Let's go, brand. You were frozen. I know. You know, you take a week off and all of a sudden shit goes haywire. Well, that's funny because Olivia and I had no issues last week. Really? How was the uh, the Olivia Brandi episode? You know, to tell you the truth, I'm not sure because I don't listen back. Yeah, of course. But we had a great time. But you should have seen me trying to figure out, number one, how to record ads alone. I had to like whip out GarageBand, had no clue what I was doing, couldn't figure out how to bounce the file out and get it to the people to edit like nightmare. Yeah. See, you know, you guys really, <laughs> you really take me for granted. I really do. <laughs> what did you guys talk about? I didn't listen to it. That's for the best, honestly. Uh, we talked about how men are garbage. Classic. Yeah. We did talk about some fave things, which Good. was great. We did not get to talk Bachelorette because we hadn't seen the premiere yet. Yeah. So... Didn't get to touch on that at all. Talked about Halloween because Olivia is coming out to Park City this weekend. We spend every Halloween together. You know, I don't know. I, I hope the wife tears didn't fall asleep. That's all I know. All right. Well, I hope they're back. I hope we didn't lose too many audience members, but uh, don't worry. I, we're, mean, I mean, if they can survive the Derek Paith poop talks, then I think we're good. It's relatable. Everybody poops, you know? Mm hmm. I'm just going to go on record as saying Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, least favorite thing. I'm sorry. They both. What do you mean? They're just, it's too much. It's too much. Pump it. Pump I'm here it. for it. I'm not. I like it. Like the things that Megan Fox says, it makes no sense. Like what she's saying. Like what? Like what? On their first Valentine's Day together, MGK made uh, their relationship Instagram official with the caption, I wear your blood around my neck. Okay. <laughs> Same day, she shared a poem for him on Instagram, which ended by calling him Rehab Barbie. Don't even know what yeah. that means. Here, it's fine. Here goes my heart, manifest outside of my body, draped in the towering silhouette of a most unusually handsome boy, magical and haunted, kinetic and tortured, ethereal, and dangerous, cosmic, lawless, eternal, creative genius. The journey will likely be perilous, but there is no destination without him. What the f- what did you- Wow. What, what did you just say? Did you just pull up the Thethoris app on your phone and type in haunted and get a bunch of weird other words to use in your caption? I mean, maybe. They're not only soulmates, Brandi. Uh, she said that they are twin flames, which she described as where a soul has ascended into a high enough level that it can be split into two different bodies at the same time. So they're actually two halves of the same whole. No, you're not. You're not that. You're not that at all. And that's weird to say that out loud to people on a red carpet. <laughs> I think it's kind of sweet. It's kind of sweet, and it's also so crazy. That's okay. Hey, you smell like weed. I am weed. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I actually think your sister like did a caption with like I am weed as well, which I mean it's funny, but you know. Speaking of said sister, she's downstairs in the basement. Yeah. And she's just tried to FaceTime me three times. And mm. I texted her and I said, I'm recording a podcast. And she said, it took eight texts to get this out. Oh my God, there is such a big spider in mom's room. It's like huge. Okay, so every time you paused, is that her sending a new text? That's a separate text. Oh my God. <laughs> Which sister is this? Is this Noah? Oh, okay. Oh, I like Noah. I like Noah, so I can't, you know. Cyrus Miley, on the other hand, I could rip into, but this is going to be an interesting episode, Brandi, because I am like kind of jet lagged, but not, I don't know. I woke up at 3.30 in the morning. I feel like that's just my life for the next week of just Oof. me just waking up at 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. Well, did you sleep the whole way back on the plane? For everyone that's kind of confused what we're talking about, I was in South Africa for the past like 12 days. And so Cape Town to Dubai. Mm -hmm. So I tried like the second half of my flight to Dubai. I tried to sleep mm -hmm. and then tried to sleep like the majority of my flight from Dubai to L.A. And then like stop what would have been like around like 9, 30, 10 a.m. L.A. time and like wake up and like go on with my life. You know, it's just hard to do. You it's know? so hard. Also, um, the Dubai airport is a mall, not an airport. Yeah. It's just a mall <laughs> that happens to have uh, parking spaces for airplanes. That's what it is. Was it nice as hell? Yeah, it's great. It's a fucking mall, though, dude. Gucci and Prada and St. Laurent and everything in between. And I don't know if you're getting a good deal there or not. You know, I just don't know. He throws like that, too. I was bummed because we were there. We were in Dubai for like the first on the first way out there. We had like eight, nine hours. And I was like, I want to go out into the city and Dang. like experience. But it was like in the middle of the night. So, you mm -hmm. know, what are you going to go do? That's a bummer. But anyways, I got a lot of favorite things. We can talk about Africa. Okay. I watched the first episode of Bachelorette. Did you watch that one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I watched both. Okay. So you can tell me what happened in the second one. And then I got a lot of faith things because your boy was on an airplane for 30 hours, 60 hours mm -hmm. combined. So I watched 60. a lot of things. You know? Well, should we start the show and well, get to it? Let's go. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy back and better than ever. <laughs> do you feel refreshed? I do. Do you have a new lens on life? I do, I think. Oh, great. I will say that like South Africa is a very magical place. Very. But it's also like California. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it is. I'm sorry. It looks like California. It feels like California. It's got the same shit as California, except for the animals. Cape Town is San Francisco, basically. Only uh, better. Yeah. Really beautiful coastline and amazing restaurants. And we stayed in Camps Bay, which I feel like is their Malibu. Mm -hmm, totally. Went down to the harbor. Got amazing seafood, just like San Francisco. But I will say Table Mountain that goes up and looks over, you know, all of the, the Cape. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's unreal. And then we went into wine country, which the California has that too. Even mm -hmm. though their wine country is just more badass. It's just like more like. Way more. Crazy mountains and stuff. Yeah. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. 
I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. But yeah, I feel, I feel refreshed, you know? I did get sick out there, and this is... What do you mean? We had one dead day where we could just like kind of do whatever we wanted. And of course it was like the one day that wasn't planned of like where to go eat and stuff. And so we all went down to a restaurant and I had some calamari and some oysters. And I think it was the calamari because I didn't love it. And then your boy just threw up for like 20 hours straight, which was great, dude. I, I, I look shredded. you know but it was bad it was real bad but we had a great time you know if you have an opportunity to go to south africa you absolutely should and i will say this i mean like no one's paying me to say this my brother does host basically a travel company to go to south africa and he also does one for wine country but he's got the place fucking down pat like we had an absolutely amazing time there cape town baller went to Cape of Good Hope, which is the most southwestern point of South Africa, where apparently, you know, the Indian Ocean and the Atlantic Ocean meet, and it's just... What do you mean, apparently? Well, because it's not the most southern point. It's the most southwestern point. Right. So, because I posted that, and a lot of South Africans who follow me were like, uh, brew, no, that's not, that's not the place. But it's beautiful there, and then we went and saw the penguins in Cape Town, and we rented a yacht, and we went out on the Cape, and it was beautiful, and then we took the gondola up to Table Mountain, and it was just breathtaking overlooking all the Cape. And then we traveled into wine country, and we stayed in Franschhoek, and we stayed actually at Richard Branson's place, in wine country, which is just, there's a hotel, and then there is his personal residence called the Manor House, mm-hmm. and we stayed there. That's cool. Oh, my God. It was it was just so good, and we ate so good, and we drank so good, and we hung out, and it was just so much fun. And then we cruised up to a game reserve. It was amazing. Saw basically everything. Saw elephants super up close. They call their happy hour sundowners, which I think mm-hmm. I'm going to, I think I'm going to to adopt that. I like sundowners much more. It's nice. Yeah. We'd go out in our bush drives and then, you know, some would go down and we'd get out and our guide would make us some hot toddies or, you know, we'd have a beer, whatever. And we were having a sundowner in this fucking amazing forest with all these giraffes everywhere. And oh my God. And we saw rhinos and rhino babies and hippopotami. And no. impalas with amazing eyelashes. And and at the end, oh my God, Brandy, at the end. Tell me. So the last day, we finally found the lions, okay? Oh, love that. Yeah. Didn't want to get too close. We found the, the big guy. His name was George, but, you know, he was the king of the <laughs> jungle. And he had just eaten a baby gazelle or something, <gasps> baby oh impala. And so he was just kind of like strutting around. Like he wasn't like trying to be sneaky or whatever. And that was kind of as close as we got. We got kind of like, you know, maybe a hundred feet from him. We're like, all right, well, we saw we saw the king. Like, That's pretty cool. And then so later that day, I wanted to go see drafts. Good drafts are my 
favorite South African animal. <laughs> we did this sundowner with the giraffes around, and I was just like taking it all in, like feeling their energy. So Hollywood, but whatever, it's true. And then we're driving back. So we had two cars, right? We all decide to go to the bathroom. So my buddy Eddie jumps <laughs> out, and he's and his wife Alex. They go over to a bush, uh-huh. and they start peeing. And all of a sudden, someone yells out, everyone get back in the truck right now. There's a lion. And they're like, they're trying to scare us. We know mm-hmm. the, where the lion is, way over there, like on the other side of the property. Like, no. And they're like, get in the truck right now. And finally, Eddie's like, I think that they're being serious. And Alex is like, just gotten her pants down. She's like, really? Do I stop? And Can I start? And he's like, well, let's just go back. So like, they pull their pants up. The mama lion and the two cubs. No. Went on a hunt. And chased a wildebeest down a mountain. Wildebeest died, fell, and broke his neck. Sorry. (gasps) Jesus. And so they're out there, protect their food, just like our dogs do or whatnot. So Mm -hmm. they start chowing down. So we pull up and we're just watching this like amazing experience and like this sad but beautiful and you know, like circle of life thing. You're just like, oh my God. And the cats have all this blood in their faces. (laughs) It's like, oh my God. It's kind of dark out. So my brother's like, I got to pee. So he's like, can I stand up and just pee off the side of the truck? Our guide's like, yeah, okay. Just don't get out of the truck. Obviously, there's lines around. So he's like, yeah, sure. So he gets up and he unzips his pants. And all of a sudden, our guide's like, hold on. Let me just check around real quick. So he gets his his torch, flashlight, and he starts torching around. I shit you not. The fucking king of the jungle, George, is... (laughs) Five feet away from us, bedded down. We didn't know he was right there. He was about to pee on George. And I'm sure George would have taken exception to that and probably just bit his penis off, which would have been hilarious and also sad. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that his name is George is everything. And now don't forget, we had had sundowners with the giraffe, so we were kind of fucking drunk. We're just sitting there just watching this whole thing, just being like, Jesus Christ, like Brett almost got his wiener chopped off. And <laughs> Eddie, tried, Eddie, and, Eddie and Alex tried to take a piss while they were getting their kill. South Africa is amazing. And I will say this. My brother's company, Verse Journeys, does a really good job of like putting everything together, making sure you stay at really safe places. The food is top notch. Anyways, um, I've been tagging them on Instagram. So if you have any desire to go to South Africa, he is a very good resource for you guys to go there and have an amazing time on a pretty good budget like Dean's ex-girlfriend. Yeah, Leslie was just using his company and they had an amazing time. So anyways, South Africa, so, so great. It really is. It's far, but it's worth it. It is far. That's the thing. But, but it is a once in a lifetime thing. Like everyone, that should be a bucket list thing is going to Africa mm-hmm. and you should do South Africa because it's the nicest, you know, it's like that in Egypt. And I got to say, yeah. South Africa nicer. Mm-hmm. Good times had by all. Love that for you. Yeah, it's great. What should we do? Should we just do like a quick batch? I think so. I don't think there's like a ton to say, you know? So I only watched the first episode. I don't like the fact that I know who the next Bachelor is right off the bat. I'm sorry. Just off his first night look, it looked like he went to Joseph A. Bank and he got a two for one special because there's a sale every day at Joseph A. Bank. And he's also wearing tennis shoes. I don't even know what that guy's name is, but I don't like it right off the bat. I think it's Clayton. 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 <laughs> The other thing is, I'm upset with production on how they handled this first night. Okay. Because if I was there, I, w- I would have suggested we do something different. Okay. Having Caitlin and Tasha find the notes on how to mm-hmm. be on The Bachelorette 
was the worst thing they could have done for the show. Great for the first episode, but that's not what we need. We don't need first episode drama. Mm -hmm. The first episode's like silly in entrances. Someone gets drunk, jumps in a pool. That's what that is. But the fact that you had those two women go find that, then of course they have to be team bad bitch and go tell her because that would have been messed up if they didn't. Mm -hmm. They needed to have a guy find that, like his roommate or something, or like his enemy or something, three episodes in and draw that out. Yeah. For TV's sake. And Sarah's like, well, yeah, once the girls found it, what can they do? And I'm like, well, you just don't show the girls found that. Just mm -hmm. let's just pretend it didn't happen. Don't forget, it's a TV show. Like, it didn't have to go exactly the way that you, like, it actually went down. And I need that guy in there longer because so amazing. He had a whole fucking cheat sheet. You know? <laughs> Here's what I would have wanted. I would have wanted the guys to find that and then go through the things that he was supposed to do, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I, you could do like flashbacks to him doing those things. Totally. They could have pulled this thing out to the end if you're asking me. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's my- very true. You know, it's just like- <sighs> I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah. Should you be a producer on this show, Wells? I think maybe you should be. Forget hosting. The host usually is an EP on the show. Well, there you go. That's what we need. <clears throat> Episode one, I was bored as hell. One of the most boring season premieres, I think, ever. But when I watched episode two last night, I liked it a lot better. Okay, good. It gets better. And there are a couple of the guys that I really like. What you're missing in episode two, like the big thing in episode two is, you know, this Joe guy that she like apparently like slid into his DMs and he ghosted her and yeah. now he's on the show. Yeah. This episode, like they have a basketball date and he's a basketball player. And so they're, they're having like insane chemistry over this whole like love for basketball, right? Mm -hmm. The fact that Michelle slid into the guy's DMs means she's really into him already, you yeah. know, and he did ghost her. So for me, I think she's probably thinking like, oh, he's the one I couldn't get or right. It's like that you want what you can't have kind of thing. And mm. it's to me, it's almost like the chase and like the game of like, oh, I didn't get this guy before, but now he's here and like I want him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so the guys are obviously picking up on all this chemistry, which makes him a target. Like, I feel like if I were Michelle, I would be more mad about the fact that he ghosted me and now he's on my television show than she is. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't like me until I was the bachelorette. So exactly. And no one's addressing that. Yeah. You like, know? you're just cloud chasing. So cool. Yeah. So that's the only thing. Like, he's really likable. He's cute. They're cute together. I, I get they have chemistry. Like, they share the love of basketball. I think that's awesome. I just can't get past the fact that he ghosted her. Like, if it were me, I would be like, you fucking ignored me. And blew me off. And now you want to be on my show. Like, no. Yeah. So she goes on a one-on-one -on -one with Jamie. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was an interesting pick for a first one-on-one. -on -one Cause like he didn't leave any impression on me night one, but whatever. And they have this like pretty sweet one-on-one. -on -one. Like it goes great. And then, then after this group date where all the guys target Joe, Jamie all of a sudden decides that he wants to go in on Michelle and, and, and like bring up something like oh, a friend of mine saw you in a bar and said that you were on a date with a light skinned baller. And I need you to explain that is basically what he said in so many words. And it just came out of left field to, for her. He kind of blamed it on the other guys, even though none of the other guys had any issues with that. You know, he was like, oh yeah, all the guys in the house are like talking about uh, like the Joe thing and are just super sketched or whatever. But really it's just him that's upset. And then, so of course she's upset about it. She's like almost in tears over it mm -hmm. and goes and like tells the group, well, I heard you guys are all talking about this and that and this and like, and has to address it. And all the guys are so confused. They're like, what? what? Yeah. And, and then of course they're like, okay, well who here said something? And Jamie does not speak up. 
he just sits there and like doesn't say a word, which I think is fucking crazy. Ah, uh, it's a bitch. Yeah. Uh. And it's crazy because he just seemed so sweet on the one-on-one. And then after all that, I was like, you're kind of a dick. So that was the other big thing with episode two. I'm going to stick with it, obviously. I think it'll get better. It better. It sucks because I, I do like Joe, but because he ghosted her, I just kind of feel like he's one of those guys that like hypnotizes you a little bit with his like charm and whatever. And like, I don't know. I just am not quite sure about him. Is anyone really hot to you? Not really. Like they're all kind of average to me. I do think Brandon's really cute, but I think he might be short. She's tall. Like, they're good-looking dudes, but nobody's, like, really blowing it out of the water for me, you know? And I really don't think Clayton's very cute, but he's a football player, so I guess that's all that matters to the people. ABC loves a football player. They love a football player. God damn, dude. In other Bachelor news, how about Blake Moynes and Katie Thurston breaking up? You know, what's funny is I saw her, uh, I think it's, was it last, I guess, two weekends ago in San Diego? She was there with, like, the whole crew for, bat- for uh, like, set at this festival we played. Yeah. And she was there, and he wasn't, her, yeah. her man. And I was and I, I was like, uh, so that right there tells me that they're not together. I gotta say, like, record time for a bachelorette to break up with the dude, I feel like. I feel like we all saw it coming, though. Did we? Yeah. The way that her season ended, I was like, there's no way this is lasting. Why? Because of how it ended with Greg? Yeah. Like, obviously, Greg was her first choice. And then when he left, she had to pick option B. Like, I don't know. I just never really thought that was all it was cracked up to be. Yeah. Too bad. It's too bad that they didn't figure that out sooner because they could have come to fucking paradise, you know? Come on down. (laughs) For sure. Honestly, though, if Blake goes on one more season of anything, I think he'll get slaughtered. Yeah, it's time for him to walk away. I think so. Yeah. Okay, that's enough Bachelor stuff, I guess. I think so. You got some fave things, bro. Bro, have you started season three of You? I haven't. I mean, what what happens happens now? Is Penn Badgley and that chick, did they just murder together now? Is that what happens? Yes. (laughs) Basically. They're married and they have a baby, right? Mm -hmm. But like it kind of opens up season three, it kind of opens up with like him feeling trapped. Like I don't think he wants to be married to her. Yeah. But he's terrified of her because she's a bigger psychopath than he is. Wow. I'm only like four episodes in, but and I was skeptical of it being good. I was like, how many times can we relive the same story? Mm -hmm. But it's pretty good. All right. So they're just murdering away. It's nice. You know, (laughs) a couple needs to have a hobby that they can do together, which is beautiful. It's true. So if it's killing people is your thing, then at least you got that. You know, yeah, exactly. It's healthy for your relationship. <laughs> oh. I watched a movie that I really liked on the airplane called The Dry, starring Eric Bana. Have you heard of that? Oh, I've seen the preview for it. Was it good? Phenomenal. And I mean, I love Eric Bana. Same, same. So this takes place in Australia, which I think is where he's from. Here's the tag. Aaron Falk returns to his drought-stricken hometown to attend a tragic funeral. But his return opens a decade-old wound, the unsolved death of a teenage girl. The Dry. So Eric Bana is, effectively, he's like an Australian FBI agent. And he comes back to this town where his best friend had just killed his wife daughter and himself and he comes back for the funeral the best friend's parents are like we don't think he did this it doesn't make any sense you're the fbi agent the local police have closed the case but can you look into it so he starts looking into it all and there also is an old childhood case that he was involved with one of his friends drowned and so like that's kind of tied to it 
And it's like him trying to figure out like what happened and did his friend really do it? And like the town's against him because he's like kind of represents like big city kind of politics and also the backlash of like him being involved in this drowning, you know, 25 years ago. But so good, good twist at the end, really good acting, the dry. Check it out. Sounds good. Yeah. Have you seen Dune? D-U-N-E, Dune. Like the new one with... Timothy Chalamet. And Zendaya and Aquaman. And, uh, Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stacked cast. Yeah, is it, is it good? Have you seen it? So I watched the first like 20 minutes because Noah was watching it. So I like snuck down and like I walked in like maybe five minutes after it started. Um, definitely a movie that you need to pay attention to, which is why I did not watch it then because I was so tired. I couldn't. But I'm absolutely downloading it for my flight this weekend. It looks really, really, really good. It's like... It's not about space and aliens, but kind of. Yeah, so it's a famous book that... Did you read the book? No, but I'm very familiar with like what it is. And it takes place 20,000 years into the future. It's 10,000 years past the second age. And basically what happens in the book is that humans create artificial intelligence and robots and the robots revolt and basically try to kill off all the humans. And so then there becomes, Classic. yeah, there becomes like this big backlash against anything mechanical. And so it becomes almost like a religion to like not believe in any computers or robots. And it's been a movie before. And I guess the kind of the original one's kind of boring, I guess. And so mm. but a lot of people are saying this is great. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, it looks great, so yeah, I definitely got to watch that one. I think I touched on this last week with Olivia, but I, I know you're not the biggest fan of Big Sky, but season two just premiered. Yeah. And it's it's really good. Like, I, they brought in a couple of new people, and I, I just love it. I don't know. No, no judgment here. I like the show. I think I just had too much on my plate. Kind of on the same vein of Big Sky. Have you watched any of La Brea? No, what's that? So that's the one where like the La Brea tar pit opens up and a bunch of people fall into like this other like worlds where. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, same thing. It's like on network televisions. It's just like Big Sky where it's, it's a little hokey because they can't get uh-huh. away with a lot of stuff that you can on streaming or on cable. I really like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, like they kind of fall into basically an alternate universe so they're in LA but it's like during prehistoric times and they're trying to figure out like how to get back and the family falls through and like the dad and the son don't fall through but the dad used to be a pilot for the navy but has gone crazy (laughs) because he started having all these visions and stuff but he can like actually see what's happening down there because he was a pilot that like flew over like one of these rips in the in the space-time continuum before and yada 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 crazy 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 anyways uh La Brea not bad all right And then the other thing that I just started, it's been out for a minute, but it's on the CW. Remember that show In the Dark about the blind girl who gets wrapped up into the drug cartel? Yes. Did you ever watch that? No. Oh, come on. Season three just came on Netflix, finally, Mm -hmm. because the season three aired forever on the CW, but... Still so good. Love it so much. When you first start watching that show, you're like, all right, this is about a blind girl with a golden retriever and like a service animal thing. It's like, but then like it real quick turns into like truck cartel, people dying, people getting murdered, like left and right. And it's just, it's just such a crazy juxtaposition of a show, like so many different things. Plus my friend Casey's in it. So I'm a fan. All right, cool. Season two of Love on the Spectrum is out and 
It's such a beautiful show. If you haven't seen season one of Love in the Spectrum, like just do yourself a favor and just like dive into that one. And it's just like so heartwarming and well done. Have you seen any of it? Mm -mm, I haven't. Oh, it's so good. Is it on Netflix? Yeah. So good. I haven't seen it yet. Hated uh, least favorite most recent circle. Didn't like it. Oh, really? Didn't like it. Wasn't wasn't here for it. I oh. haven't liked the last two, if I'm being honest. And then I watched another movie on the plane that I really liked, but it took until the end to like really love it because Dang. because I didn't see where the twist was coming from. Mm -hmm. So did you ever watch Ex Machina? Loved. Okay, so this is very similar to Ex Machina. Here's the tag. 2038. George Almore is working on a true human equivalent AI. His latest prototype is almost ready. This sensitive phase is also the riskiest, especially as he has a goal that must be hidden at all costs. Archive. So here's the premise. This guy is building a robot, okay? Mm -hmm. Building like a hot chick robot, kind of like Ex Machina. Mm -hmm. In this future, if you die, you can download your persona into a computer program and people can talk to you from the grave effectively, mm -hmm. which is kind of cool, but it kind of like starts to like fade out after years. So he had like this woman that he was like in love with that passed away tragically. And so he's got her kind of like uploaded and he's trying to like steal that source code, her from beyond to put into this AI. But obviously that's like patented, you know, intellectual property. He's not supposed to be doing that. But it's a lot like Ex Machina in terms of like, he's like making this like kind of like hot robot. His motivations are a little bit different in that movie. And the twist, ooh, mwah, so good. Didn't see it coming. Can't believe I didn't because I'm better than that. But archive. <laughs> Not terrible, all right? Go check it out. Where do you watch it? See, it's on Prime. Oh, okay. And then I had another one. I watched a movie called Infinite with Mark Wahlberg. Oh. Premise-wise, very cool. Really? Execution, terrible. <laughs> Yikes. It's Mark Wahlberg. Here's the tag. A man discovers that his hallucinations are actually visions from past lives. So you know how they say, like, the Buddha is constantly being reincarnated and they'll like go find like the Buddha will die and then they'll go find a kid and they'll be like, of these uh, trinkets in front of you, which one is yours from your past life? And the kid will be like, this thimble is from when I was in the Ming dynasty. And you're like, oh my God, reincarnation is real. It's kind of like they kind of do that. But these people who are being reincarnated are kind of like, like superheroes a little bit. They're badass fighters. They remember everything from all their past lives. So if like they were a samurai in a past life, they still remember how to like samurai fight and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so there's like one really bad guy and then Mark Wahlberg is like the good guy. And so you're classic, you know, good versus evil. It's just that Mark Wahlberg isn't a superhero. He's just, mm -hmm. for whatever reason, he's just not. And it just doesn't work. But I will say it's a fun watch. There you go. Okay. You really did watch a lot. You know, I was on the plane for 60 hours. And if I'm being honest, I watched like all the Matrix. So that's a bunch of stuff that's not new. <laughs> and then I watched Interstellar, which oh, oh, so is good. so good. It's such a perfect movie. I know. But also, watching it again, I'm a little bit annoyed with <laughs> Jessica Chastain's character. She's always constantly whining about her dad leaving. Well, 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 you left me. Da, da, da. 
Motherfuckers, trying to save the world, all right? Trying to save the, the, <laughs> the existence of humanity, all right? Let's pump the brakes a little bit. Stop being so selfish, Jessica Chastain. Okay, you got like 10 good years with them. All right, now we're trying to save the world, okay? Let's relax. But the movie's great. So good. His relationship with the robot is so good. Mm-hmm. Much better than that of his relationship with Anne Hathaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so much better than his relationship with Anne Hathaway. I'm like, I need totally. less Anne Hathaway. Also, Matt Damon out of nowhere in that movie. You're just like, <laughs> Matt Damon's in this fucker? What? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, and Eric from that 70s show. Topher Grace out oh. of nowhere. Third act all of a sudden is like Jessica Chastain's lover, I guess. We're not really sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, anyways, that's such a good movie. Oof. It's so good. You'll be proud. I finally started Succession. Mm. Uh, Obviously, no need to talk about it because I'm so late on it, but... Here's just a couple things I'm going to say. Okay. okay. You said that it was possibly better than Game of Thrones. Okay. Nowhere near that good. But I, I get it. Like, it's it's fine. It's, it's it's a good show. Like, we can't ever compare it to Game of Thrones ever because it's just a, in a completely different realm of television. Okay. Hold on. Have you finished a season yet? No. I'm only on episode six. Their season finales? <gasps> no fucking way. Whereas okay. Game of Thrones finales, especially the finale, it left us wanting. Yeah. It's apples and oranges. But I'm just saying, like, I love that show. And we're so excited to start. We were going to start it last night, but we were like, we're too jet lagged to, to try this right now. Yeah. But yeah, hurry up so you can get on a season three with us. <laughs> I'll you know? do my best. Yeah. All right. You got any musics? I don't know. We're at that time of year, you know? Yeah. I got something that I just absolutely loved. My old radio station, Lightning 100, did a video of this guy singing in studio. And I was like, this is a great song. And then, like, on TikTok, I saw it and I was like, this is a great song. This is a guy named Steven Wilson Jr. And the song's called To Be Young 1994. And it's just so good. I must admit, I felt the flame. Kurt Cobain, a Fender Mustang. MTV brought me up. This is your brain on drugs. I won't forget that first girlfriend. They got me into boys to men. I grew up a lot that year. My sweatshirt said no fear. Ha. My life was a stereo, and it was everything. First one in line for the last dance with Mary Jane. Hiding in my headphones, laying on the bedroom floor. Pretty good, right? Okay, yeah, that's pretty good. I like yeah, that a okay. lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty uh, good. I mean, you got to have grown up in the early 90s to really like to appreciate that one, but... Sure. Yeah. Did you see Jack White put out a new song? Yeah, so this is this Taking Me Back single. Yeah. Rock and roll is coming back. Yeah, you know, when I was doing radio, we were all thinking that another Nirvana was coming. It didn't happen. It's got to happen soon, you know? Mm-hmm.
sounds like Jack White. I love him so much. Yeah, he's he's the man. Are you Team Jack White or Team Black Keys? Oh, Jack White, hands down. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. So, this is a song called Apple TV Remote. <laughs> what? I found this on TikTok and I liked it. Uh, this guy's name is, uh, or the band's name is Petey, or the guy's name is Petey. Preface this. This is called Apple TV Remote. And um, the song's kind of about like when you break up with somebody, you're deleting everything of their existence in your life, right? You know, mm -hmm. like you block them on social media, you know, you, you block them on your phone or whatnot. And then like weird shit happens where like you just can't escape them when you turn on your Apple TV and it starts doing like mosaic of all your pictures. And you're like, fuck! Got it. Uh, and so that's, I think that's kind of where he's going with this, which I thought was kind of an interesting, you okay. know, lens into a song. Anyways, that's PD and Apple TV remote. Cute. Yeah. It's kind of all I got. Okay. You got any big things coming up? Halloween's this weekend. No. So I leave Friday for Park City, Utah. I'll be playing at the cabin on Main Street Saturday night. Super pumped. I've got like 20 friends flying in for this. I think everybody was so disappointed that I wasn't having my big house party. So they were like, well, we're just going to go with you. And I was like, all right. Nice. Well, I'm sorry, guys, that I was gone. I missed you all dearly. But I'm happy to be back. I'm happy you're back, Wells. Yeah. Mainly because of the engineering of this show. Oh, I can never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> took so long. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, happy to be back and happy to see everyone's Halloween costumes out there. Oh, I love Halloween. Oh, I got a good one. I got, we got a good one coming up. So. Can't wait for it. Wait, question for you. Should we have our party on Sunday, the actual day of Halloween, or should we have our party the day before? You got to have it on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, everyone. Uh, we'll see you guys later. I love this song. So good. Think you know it all and you don't know any better. Tell yourself. Natalie Barbu, host of the Real Real podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to the Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.